0: Welcome to the 5-7 Podcast. I'm your host, Pri. Today I'm going to be talking about uh, two heroes of mine. You know, I I joined the Army in October 2001. And I went to Basic in March 2002. And um, I saw Black Hawk Down before I went to the movies. And uh, and the movie really inspired me, you know. And there was two guys in the movie. There was uh, Gary Gordon and, and Randy Shukart. And, and, um, today I'm going to, I'm going to tell their story. I got, uh, I'm using badass of the week.com and I'm going to read you, I'm going to read you their story on, on what happened in black Hawk down and, and obviously why they are, they're heroes of mine. And there, there's some, there are two guys where you want to take their example and, their selflessness and, and, and try to live a life of of being selfless. And they're a constant reminder to me of, of being selfless because when going into the military, you know, I, you know, I, I didn't really know what to expect and, you know, the idea of serving with men like this, uh, really, uh, was really inspiring. So, uh, here it is. The situation was grim on the afternoon of October 3rd, 1993. Things had been fucked from the beginning. What was supposed to have been a routine 30-minute raid to bust in and snatch the brutal Somali warlord, Mohamed Farah Adid, from the confines of his Mogadishu hideout, quickly developed into a clusterfuck of epic proportions. One Black Hawk helicopter had already been shot down, hit by a salvo of RPG fire stranding teams of U.S. Army Rangers and Delta Force operatives on the ground deep inside enemy territory. Surrounded by people actively trying to kill them, the entire city had completely exploded into a full-blown war zone in the span of a little less than an hour as men from Adid's militia rushed out from buildings across the city armed to the teeth with assault rifles, pistols, rocket-propelled grenades, and whatever other nasty weaponry they could get their hands on. And now, just because things weren't fucked up enough already, a second Blackhawk, one that had been sent in to provide assistance with this rapidly degenerating situation, had also taken an RPG to the tail rotor, and was now spewing black smoke as it crash-landed in a residential neighborhood dozens of blocks from the battle. As Warrant Officer Michael Durant's Blackhawk, codenamed Super 6-4, smashed down in a cloud of dust and smoke, Master Sergeant Gary Gordon and Sergeant First Class Randy Sugart watched helplessly from the deck of their Blackhawk as it maneuvered over to the crash site. These elite Delta 4 snipers had initially been assigned to provide precision air-to-ground fire support to the operation, but now with Super 6-4 sitting helplessly in the middle of enemy territory, like a $6 million sitting duck its crew all either dead or critically wounded, the Herculean task had suddenly fallen on them and them alone to provide covering fire and keep any surviving crew, crew members alive. But the cavalry wasn't coming anytime soon. Gordon and Shukart knew that as they looked out across the burning cityscape of Mogadishu, they knew that fewer than 100 rangers and delta operative, operative, operatives were currently pinned down on the other side of the city fighting for their lives, surrounded by thousands of well-armed Somali militia troops with explosives and heavy machine guns. The U.S. convoy that had been sent to rescue the stranded soldiers had been hammered by RPG fire from city windows, and they weren't making any progress through the maze of city streets that had been expertly blockaded by Adid's men. Super Six Four was completely cut off, and now a growing mob of AK-47 totting Militia were sprinting down the streets of Mogadishu, making a beeline towards the smash helicopter and her severely battered crew. Looking down at the wreckage of the Black Hawk, watching helplessly as Warrant Officer Durant sitting there in the pilot's chair of the crippled machine, desperately fighting for his life, trying to pick off swarms of marooting militiamen with an MP5 submachine gun set on single-shot fire, Delta Force sniper team leader Gary Gordon, made the toughest call any man could possibly make. He was going to go down there. With the crew rapidly closing in and realizing there was no chance for the downed pilot to survive the oncoming tidal wave of gunslinging humanity, Sergeant Gordon boldly requested to be placed on the ground so that he and Sergeant Sugart could set up a defensive perimeter and protect the downed helicopter and her crew. His request was denied. Twice. It was too dangerous, the commander argued, which is seriously fucking saying something considering that Sergeant Gordon's current job involves shooting a sniper rifle out of a moving helicopter while ground troops launched RPGs and shot AK-47s at him. But this was too much. He was volunteering for a suicide mission. Gandalf wasn't going to ride in on a white horse and save the day with a blinding flash of light. They were going to go in alone. But Gary Gordon and Randy Sugart couldn't just sit there and do nothing while wounded Americans were down there fighting for their lives against impossible odds. On his third request, Gordon received permission to hit the ground and take the attack in. The pilot of Gordon and Sugart's Blackhawk first attempted to land right next to the crash site of Super 64, but the LZ was too hot. A flood of small arms fire, RPGs, and an excess of ground debris and fire made insertion impossible. So instead of putting down in the middle of the action, Gordon and Sugar jumped from the hovering helicopter 100 meters from the crash site, getting boots on the ground just seconds before an RPG smashed into the Blackhawk, blowing the door gunner's leg off and severely injuring many of the crew in a related tale of impossible bad attitude, The pilot of the Blackhawk ended up flying the bird home with a bullet in his shoulder and his co-pilot unconscious. The two Delta snipers moved quickly through the shanties of the neighborhood, fighting the enemy solely with their rifles and pistols. Before long, they'd fought through the streets to reach the the clearing where the smoking hulk of Super 64 lay motionless. They arrived just in time. Warrant Officer Durant was still strapped in the cockpit, running low on ammunition, his leg broken in several places and a couple of his vertebrae crushed, but continuing to fight like a wild man. Three of the other crew members were in even worse shape, barely alive and in no condition to fight, but Gordon and Shookhart were the best of the best. Green Berets, Delta Force, veterans of countless firefights and career soldiers who always remained cool no matter how ridiculously the odds were stacked against them. The two men rushed to the cockpit, checked on the pilot, and pulled him from the wreckage without further aggravating the man's grievous injuries. They then moved him and the three wounded crew members back away from the wreckage, gave some ammunition to Durant, and proceeded to set up the best perimeter they could muster, considering they were just two guys preparing to stand off against pretty much the entire fucking city of Mogadishu with nothing more than a pair of assault rifles and pistols. The mob arrived. Gordon and Sugar knew they were just going to have to go horde mode against an armed militia and hope they might be any possible chance that they could hold off the attack long enough for rescue to show up, but that wasn't likely. And they knew it. These guys were the cavalry, the only thing standing between an angry throng of pissed-off Somalis and four critically wounded Americans. Militia troops swarmed in from every side, scrambling over the rubble, AK-47 spewing lead. Some of them just ran screaming out into the middle of the road without any cover, desperately trying to reach the Americans to achieve glory in combat or die for the cause in the process. Gordon and Sugard helped them out with with the latter. Ducking behind cover, popping and firing, the Delta snipers laid down a wall of death for anyone who came close, blasting away with burst fire with their rifles and switching over to double-tap pistol fire when necessary trying their damnedest to separate the armed militia targets from the innocent civilians on the street. Carrying only those two firearms, this pair of death-dealing Delta operatives fought tenaciously, refusing to give up ground, defending at all cost, and surgically mowing down their foes while assault rifle rounds pinged off nearby debris and enemy troops chucked hand grenades at their positions. There's some debate over who was killed in action first. The official military documents say it was Shugart. Durant is pretty sure it was Gordon. I would argue that it doesn't really matter. These two men, Gary Gordon and Randy Sugart, are going to be inextricably linked together forever in the annals of American military history, and I'm completely confident that either, way, either of these men would have reacted the same way under fire. Whatever the case may be, one of the snipers was finally shot with a mortal wound. Durant recalls the operative's last words as simply, Damn, I'm hit said plainly in a matter-of-fact way that sounded almost irritated. The lone surviving Delta operator circled back around the nose of the Blackhawk, back to Durant's field of vision, handed the wounded pilot an assault rifle and asked if if there's any extra ammo in the helicopter. Durant told him about the M-16s the crew chiefs kept between the seats, so the lone survivor rushed over, grabbed grabbed a handful of mags, and got on the radio to request a status report he was told that reinforcements would be there in a little while he knew what that meant the delta operative showed no emotion as he walked back over to durant stopping only to say one thing good luck before circling around the front of the helicopter and taking the entire city on by himself when this fearless soldier ran out of rifle ammunition he took on the mob with only his pistol but finally after, an, after Heroic's last stand worthy of the greatest warriors in history, the last member of this unbelievably badass sniper rifle team was finally overwhelmed by a coordinated attack by the Somali National Alliance, and the position was overrun by a sea of militia troops and Somali citizens. But Gary Gordon and Randy Shukart's sacrifice would not have been in vain. Thanks to their ferocious defense of the crash site, giving up their lives to aid their fellow soldiers, Michael Durant was spared by the mob imprisoned briefly, and survived to return home to his wife and kids. If these two men had done nothing, Durant would certainly have been killed while still strapped into his pilot's chair. The Somalis would report that at least 25 men dead at the crash site, the Super 64, with dozens more wounded and injured, Gary Gordon and Randy Shukart, would be posthumously awarded the Medal of Honor for their actions. Now, there's a lot to obviously take in from the story, a story of heroism. And it's something to take into consideration on Monday, Memorial Day, when we're all having our at our barbecues and, and drinking beer and and having a good time with family and friends. And, you know, we need to think about some of the people that made our our freedom possible. Men like these two guys you know that gave it all for for their cause for their country and it's not just these men but you know the countless wars that have that have gone on from the beginning to to now at one point people were were fighting for this country and there was no chance of them to even experience the f- freedom that they were fighting for and they still they still laid down their lives and i th- i think of i think of these people even though I, that i i didn't know them you know, I, I think of them because it's, you know, I appreciate every day, every day that we have here, you know, for, for what we have here. You know, I've, I've, um, I've had family members that have, that have fought in wars and I had a cousin who gave his life in, uh, in Vietnam, Anthony Prieto. And, um, and, uh, it's, it's really humbling to know that there's men that were, that were willing to do this, you know, for our country. And, um, and it's incredibly humbling. So, throw a toast out for our fearless soldiers out there that are that have been out there that have given their lives for this country. That did it yesterday. That have done it today, and that are going to do it tomorrow. And uh, and and appreciate their sacrifice. I personally would like to thank uh, all of our all of our listeners. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm very appreciative of you guys taking the time out to to listen to the podcast. Uh, if you can give us a rate and review on on iTunes, uh, that would be greatly appreciated, or their or whatever podcast app that you use. Uh, continue to tune in. Uh, I've got a lot of good stuff coming up down the pipe. You know, I've been talking to some very interesting people, and um, and it, there's a lot coming. So, everybody enjoy your Memorial Day. Everybody have a have a safe day, and uh, remember the freedom isn't free. This is pre out. <music>